SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. Kathy Mosasana on SAFM. Well, let's get into our thinking point for this morning. 92% of South African road users saying they feel unsafe when uh, they're pulled over by the police. It's a survey by Action Society. The spokesperson for that organization, Ian Cameron, joins me on the line. Ian, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Kathy. Thank you. I suppose looking at these statistics, it's certainly not surprising that you have such a high number of people who um, feel that they simply can't trust the police. It's very much in line with other research that has been conducted looking at this issue. Yeah, it, it, it obviously is worrying, but I must say it's not surprising. Um, it, it really does feel like trust in the South African police service and even the criminal justice system as a whole has um, has reached an, reached an all-time low and mm. I and I really think uh, we've got serious homework and 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 changes to do uh, in order to try and fix this we'll get to what some of the solutions are in a moment but I just want to uh, deal with what the respondents to your survey was said uh, the biggest contributors to this problem actually is why do people feel unsafe so it's quite interesting um, I think they the three or four things that that really stood out um, one of the first ones was that the majority of people feel not only unsafe but unsure mm. about what is going to happen next. So we asked a few questions. One of them uh, being, you know, do you purely feel unsafe or do you feel unsafe and unsure? But something that came through very strongly across the the range of the data was that, um, you know, the majority of road users say that from the point that they are pulled over to the point where there is contact with a, a police service member. And remember, this is specifically relating to the South African police service. They feel nervous and anxious about what's going to happen next, and not in the positive sense of mm. we respect the police, we want to make sure that we are above board in everything that we do because we can trust the police and we know that they are going to you know, um, hold us accountable for whatever we might have done wrong, that type of thing. Um, we, it, it, it's not in that way. People are scared because they are scared that something criminal might be done to them. Um, and the way we've tried to explain it very shortly is that, you know, there's a there's a general reputation issue when it comes to criminal cops, but there's also a major problem when it comes to bogus police in South Africa. So now, you know, it kind of neutralizes any form of trust you might have in the criminal justice system. You know, this issue of what police will do once people has been pulled over, I suppose in many ways it's been exacerbated by the existence of these bogus police, as they're often called, um, that commit all sorts of crimes. And of course, as members of the public, uh, we hear about these stories and we don't see ourselves, rightfully so, as being exempt from um, having those experiences as well. Absolutely, and and let's use you and I as an example. Mm. If, if both you and I are, for example, driving on the N1 late at night, you're driving from, uh, let's say, Joburg to, I don't know, um, Pretoria, 
and and you are pulled over by police. You, as a law-abiding citizen, feel that you would be doing the right thing. But now, after doing the right thing, um, with regards to police, also becomes dangerous because you can't trust whether you will be um, handled or or spoken to or communicated with in the right way. Just this past weekend, uh, once again, there was an incident uh, close to Hot Bestwood Dam, and this was with, actually with regards to Metro Police, where um, official Metro Police members from the city of Tuane mm. were involved in, in yet another assault uh, case where they assaulted someone after he refused to pay a bribe. And this is the other thing that I would like to mention, is that something that's popped up is that almost 50% of participants in the survey said that they had either been asked or demanded to pay some form of bribe to the member of the South African Police Service. Mm. And that's a very worrying number, because remember, it's one thing to say we've got bogus cops that try and rob people, but bogus cops generally don't ask for bribe money. They are there to rob, hurt, and inflict other different criminal offenses. But when it comes to real police that are corrupt, it's worrying to see that almost 50% of our participants have indicated that, yes, they have been asked or demanded to pay a bribe. So I think this is the tip of the iceberg. I don't think we realize how deeply rooted corruption really is in the South African Police Service. And we can't combat bogus police uh, uh, officials or fake police uh, members when our own police members, the real ones, cannot really be trusted either. We're going to continue the conversation with Ian Cameron, who's spokesperson for Action Society. What do you do when you're pulled over by the police? How do you feel, uh, especially in light of this particular survey? I'd love to hear some of your personal experiences. I'll take those calls on 011-714-2006. Luanda Maumee standing by with your latest news headlines. Luanda, good morning. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue the conversation with Ian Cameron for Action Society. We're talking about um, how South Africans respond, particularly when being pulled over by the police and, you know, what it says to us about the levels of trust that exist between um, members of the SAPS and ordinary members of the public. So, Ian, we, we've spoken about the problem. Let's look now at the solutions. How can the police begin to change these negative perceptions that exist out there? Um, and and because certainly, you know, you do have very hardworking men and women that are part of, of the police force, but often become overshadowed by all of those that, you know, would form part of the 50% that are demanding bribes and even assaulting people. Absolutely. And I think we should never um, we should never fail to mention that there are still thousands of hardworking, proud members of the South African Police Service that work under extremely difficult circumstances. Last night, I attended a community meeting uh, close to, or in Rockland, close to Mitchell's Plain, which we all know has has severe gang violence issues, and um, it was it was alarming when they had yet another moment of silence for a police member that was that was shot and killed uh, recently. 
And um, and the, the the point I'm trying to make is that there are many members putting themselves in danger. I think we need to obviously see how we can support them. But from Action Society side, we would like to uh, start from the top because we believe that if a leadership change doesn't happen in the South African Police Service and if there isn't a general um, management restructuring, we can't expect ground level to to really change. So. What we're saying is that, firstly, we need to determine whether leaders in the South African Police Service have firstly been appointed um, because of merit and experience. It's it's crucial that we don't just have senior management appointments in the in SAPs that are there because of, for example, political affiliation. Um, we would also like to see that senior members are polygraphed to determine whether they were previously involved in any corrupt activities, and if they were, they need to be uh, investigated, prosecuted, and, and removed. Um, and I think if we start with those two things, it would already send a very strong message to ground level, and it could be the start of similar campaigns with internal campaigns in the South African Police Service to try and rectify the issue. Um, currently, I don't think the the bodies that are meant to keep police accountable are functioning the way they should. And I think bodies like IPED um, uh, obviously fear a lot of interference from, mm. from other uh, departments and parts of the police. And I also think political interference is, is far more serious than what we realize. What advice would you have for people when being pulled over um, by the police again? Because there are uh, such fears and concerns about whether sometimes are these the right officials, especially where it's just like one or two vehicles, where it's the big roadblocks and it's clearly marked. Um, I think, you know, that sometimes alleviates fears about whether or not you're being pulled over by the actual police. But, yeah, what's the advice that you would give to uh, to me and, and the listeners this morning, Ian? Yeah, I think I think there are a few things. I think firstly, there's no perfect answer that I can give, um, and it is a very unfortunate situation, and and you can't just trust anyone anymore. Um, so I think firstly, it's it's important uh, that you consider whether, especially in the evening, um, whether you can stay away from from roads in any way possible. And unfortunately, this means that you actually. Um, giving some of your freedom away to do what you would want to and, and like to do. But in my opinion, rather that, especially, you know, when you're driving alone um, than becoming a victim. But if you were to be pulled over and you feel that it's unsafe, um, what we have previously advised people to do is that turn on your hazard lights, open your window, indicate that you would like to drive to a, uh, a generously lit area, uh, or to a police station, uh, to a petrol garage, uh, that type of thing. And, and, and if possible, then do that. Unfortunately, this might mean that if they are real police and they are very serious about what they're doing and the intent is possibly good, um, uh, I think there are some members that might uh, take it as though you are trying to flee from them or that you are trying to interfere in police business. So that, that could make it difficult. But I think in general, if, if you play open cards, mm. then um, then if, if there are fair members, they, they should let you go. When it comes to criminal cops, I think the important thing is is, is think very carefully before, before you try and resist. Um, 
it's far better to give them the money, the car, uh, whatever you have with you, than to have your life taken away from you. And that counts with any criminal. If you are if you are facing a, a hijacker or a robber, think carefully before just fighting back. If you can get away from the situation, that's always the first prize. All right, Ian Cameron, thank you so much for your time. Uh, he is with Action Society.